Hey, yo, John, we live? Oh, yeah. Remember Bruce. Countdown. Five. <laughs> Three. Two. One. You're listening to the Rhythm and Bruce Podcast. Podcast. You are now listening <laughs> You're to listening the Rhythm Bruce podcast, podcast with your host, Prince Latif. Lucky Lefty. No. Oh, it, goes. it starts DJ with DJ D Dub. Lucky Lefty and Mr. RB Smooth. <laughs> See, this is what happens when you drunk from the night before. <laughs> and you had that kickback. That was so unmatched, so beautiful. This is episode 63. Yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, you're now tuning into the Rhythm and Brews podcast. Again, I am Lucky Lefty. And to my left is your boy, Mr. R&B Smooth. And I am the pod father of Connecticut, Prince Latif. And today on the ones and twos, filling in for DJ D-Dub, once again, it's the pod father. Prince Latif. Yeah, I have a lot of hats. I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, let's give a shout out to D-Dub. He had a gig today. I think he's playing out in New London. It's like a house music festival or something like that. So he's going to be rocking, I think, like a four-hour set. Ooh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So that man got some work to do yeah. tonight that he was practicing for last night at the kickback. Gotcha. You know, so that's why he had to go get his sleep. Yeah. Because he got a little job ahead of him today. Yeah. Also, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and just go on and share that thing. Yes, indeed. Got a special guest here. I was going to do, I was getting to that. Hold on. I was trying, you know, I got to turn off the music for that. Okay. And our special invited guest Uh the OG. Yes, indeed. The investor. Uh Hefe. The jefe. <laughs> the teacher. The teacher, Mr. Jazz on Ice himself. Let's give it up for Doc Hardy. Tell the people who you are one time, hey, sir. Hey, man. I'm Doc Hardy. I, we finally did it. Finally yeah. got on the program. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm, uh, you know, Jazz on Ice. WKBS Radio, and uh, glad to be here with you guys. I've been trying to yeah. do this for a minute now. Yeah. So. Yes, we have. We've been, we've been trying to chase you down yeah, man. for many years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. But I'm glad I'm glad we could finally sit down absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. rap with you guys. Because yeah. I, I respect what you guys do. I really do. Man, we respect yeah. I, I watch. You I, I watch. You know. Appreciate that. Okay. Well, you know, I want to give a special rest in peace shout out to Biz Markey. Yes. Words. One of the uh, that one it, five members of the Juice Crew. How many members in the Juice yeah. Crew? Listen, you're asking the wrong person. My um, brain ain't working listen. right now. <clears throat> <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was sad to see him go, but I'm just glad they finally got it right because they pronounced the man's death almost a month prior. Yeah. No, I think it was like two weeks. Was but it? Yeah, yeah, they announced it was. It, it was early. definitely it's premature. Definitely in the last thirty days, he, yeah. he was called dead a few times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah. was definitely premature. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, did, you know, I feel like when it came to beatboxing, I always looked after his and Dougie Fresh. Yes. I always implemented both of theirs because yeah. you know, and and the Fat Boys was cool too. But Bismarcky, something with his, like, it was so dope when he was in the Men in Black. Yeah. Yeah. And when he mm, did that that's shit. That's right. Yeah. And then he did that shit like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, how you 
How do you reverse yeah. a beat? Right. That sounded so crazy. Like um, like the Beastie Boys, Paul Revere. That's a reversed uh, yeah, beat. Right. That's exactly how he sounded when he beatboxed. And it was crazy because I completely forgot he was in Men in Black, too, until Will Smith had posted that clip mm-hmm. as yeah. his... You know, as his arrest in peace uh, on IG. And I was like, damn, he was in that. And that scene was crazy. Yo, and especially, um, I don't know how true this was, but from watching the Roxanne Shantae story, mm-hmm. when her and, um, wow, I forget his name right now, MC Shan fell out during a show. Mm-hmm. That was her DJ. Right. Mm. Biz came on stage and he beatboxed the whole show. That's what's up. That's the Roxanne Shantae. That's crazy. Just off like that. Off the, the rip. Off the rip. My uh, my memory is a bit more sentimental because uh, you know how they say in uh, Brown Sugar, when did you fall in love with hip hop? The day I the day I fell in love with hip hop was I was at Seaside at the Band Shell, mm. and Biz Marquee was uh, DJing that day at the at the band show and he played uh it was the first time i heard m-e-t-h-o-d man mm. and i was like what is this and like i've been in love with hip-hop so ever, ever since i've always credited biz Marquis for that right. for making me fall in love with hip-hop so you know that that kind of hurt a little bit you know when i heard of his passing so let's pour some out for biz Marquis real quick mm-hmm. yes uh, definitely the vapors. Mm. That was my cut. I like that was mine. Vapors. That that's, that's crazy. Cut. <laughs> that's a good cut. That was that was the one for me. Yeah. But we gonna bring the mood back up. We gonna yeah. play a little shot clock. Indeed. We gonna do a little different <clears throat> today though, because we gonna do it without the shot. Yeah, <laughs> Hold up! Before we even get the shot clock, we need to talk about that kickback last night, B. I mean, first that of all, kickback. thank you all for showing up. Yes. And buying your tickets, even yes. though y'all waited till the last minute. <laughs> yes. Ladies, we love you. We appreciate yeah. y'all very much. Fellas, I'm going to tell y'all like this. It was at least two women for one guy in there. Like, I don't, like, we need y'all. Well, we don't need y'all to show up. <laughs> Let me rephrase it. We don't need y'all. It don't make it seem like it's a need. It's right. definitely it's not, not a need. need we would like y'all Y'all, y'all, y'all know where y'all should be there's is some, what he's trying to say. There's some opportunities yeah. there. Is what right. you're yeah. to say. Y'all know where there's y'all should be. There's some opportunities. Yeah. Y'all could have been laying groundwork. Word. <laughs> Every fourth Friday Every of the month. Every fourth Friday. Mm-hmm. Like, we really had, there was... Women in there looking fine, looking and all flavors and all different, yes, and all flavors, different varieties, yes, and and just like you know, they were all cool as hell, all cool, every single one of them. There was no drama last night, everything was copacetic and smooth. I mean, it's never any drama, no, well, there was one time, but that one time that wasn't a kickback, though. That That was that was the ugly sweater. No, it was a kickback because I remember some random drunk dude walked in and started trying to talk to all the women. Really? Uh huh. Uh, this was uh, like years ago. Yeah. But we've uh, we've got shit on lock ever since. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man. Thanks, <clears throat> thank y'all for coming through to the kickback last definitely, night. We definitely man. appreciate you all. It was good seeing everybody. But back to the shot clock. No, yes. Yeah. Would you like to tell him the rules? Brother Smooth. You know, I stir the Kool-Aid the best. Mm-hmm. 
All right. So we're going to play a game of word association. It's that simple, Doc. Okay. Lux going to give you a series of words. You're going to have to think of a song with that word oh, in yeah, a we song. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, you're going to have 10 seconds to give us the name of the song and the artist, and you have to sing it or rap it. And you got 10 seconds to do it. Now, again, since we ain't got the liquors today, mm-hmm. there will be no shot repercussions so you'll take your, if you uh, get it wrong. You'll take your virtual shot. You'll take, take the, the virtual shot. <laughs> you'll take that air shot. you take that, that air frozen shot. drink I just had. <laughs> right. I'll just sip that again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that Coke, Coke Dog made Coke that Dog's one? Coke made that with some Ray and Nephews. Ooh, so I'm, I'm still, yeah, so I'm you, still feeling you that. Straight. Yeah, you straight. Because <laughs> you know how Coke Dog is with that, with that Ray and Nephew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's fine. It's cool. All right, Doc. Your word is sky. Sky. Mm-hmm. Sky, 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 sky. Ten. It, any song? Any Nine. Song? Mm-hmm. Oh. Eight. Seven. There's a rhythm in the sky for our love. There we go. Did you say rhythm or Rhythm. Ribbon. 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 ribbon in the sky. Oh, okay. I ribbon thought I heard rhythm too, but okay. I was going to let her go. Rhythm All right. in the sky. All right. All right. So who's that by? Stevie Wonder. Okay. All right. You could have also gone with intro. Could have also gone with Donnell Jones. No, he did knock me off my feet. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Guys in Limit. Oh, mm. yeah. That, I, I did yes. think of that if one, I too. A, if I was a hip-hop or, or, or Earth, Wind, and Fire, I could either That's why I had a key. Yeah. 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 I... I, I, I I can't do I can't do Philip Bailey. That's what was so, in my head. Yeah, that Philip uh, Bailey. I wasn't gonna settle. try to do Philip Bailey. I could I do Stevie, but I can't do Philip Bailey. All right, your next word. Mm-hmm. Song. Song. Yeah. Song. Sing a song. Sing a song. Sing a song, sing a song, sing a song, sing a song, sing a song. Yeah, I was singing. I write a song for you. Okay, you write a song for me. My mind went to Donny Hathaway. Ooh, and I'm singing this song. Okay, man, damn, Donny Hathaway. We got, we got intellects up there. Oh yeah, I'm trying to tell you, there's intellects on this show, baby. This is nothing. This is okay. We know a little bit of something. We know something right here. Don't let the age right, fool. This one, this one went, might be Earth, a little tough. Fire about, on that one, right? And, and right this one might be a little tough. What you got? What you got? Someday. Oh. Someday. Mm. Uh-huh. Oh man. Someday. Ten. There's Nine. a place for us. No, that's not it. Someday. Yeah, it's a song. Someday, somewhere. There's a place for us. Somewhere there'll be a place. I can't think of who sings a song though. Um, mm. Is that is that Barbara Streisand? No, uh, no. I definitely wouldn't know yeah. that. Yeah, I think it might be Barbara Streisand, but I, yeah. I don't. I doesn't. I don't. I'm not gonna. And the one song I'm, I'm not gonna of, swear I can't on think that. Of the, uh, I got one. Name. What you got? Take it from me. 
Someday we'll all be free. We was on the same page with that one. Okay, Donny Hathaway. Okay, man, you guys are you guys are on the Donny Hathaway. uh, (laughs) What I was thinking, I can't. What I'm thinking about, I can't even think of the artist or the name, so I'd have to take a shot. I think it was Barbara Streisand. Somewhere, yeah, I think it's Barbara Streisand. She did. She did a version. I don't know if she did the original song. I think, mm. I think Kurt, oh, I think Kurt Show. Yes, we'll put it together and we'll get it yeah. undone. Someday oh, when the world oh, must ride us, or we could have went. Someday we'll be together. Yeah. Oh yes we will. Yes we will. See, we know all the answers when you Someday. ain't playing. <laughs> when that pressure's on you, right? Like, it's yeah, that it's yeah, that anxiety yeah, and a yeah, countdown yeah, have you like, oh yeah, shit, oh yeah, shit, oh shit. Your tail, your tail cheeks clutch up. Your jaws get tight. You start sweating. You feel sweat coming down your temple. Like, oh my god, ten seconds. I'm on the spot. It's even different at a kickback because everybody's looking at you like. Yeah, I remember that. I remember. I remember that feeling because we played this game. Yeah, we got... stumped almost everybody last night. Sure did. Sure did. Really? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Now, who comes up the, with the words typically? That'd yeah. be me. Him. Always That's, you. He's the so word you, man. He's the word you are man. the, the guy. Just... Well, you you um you pick some good words. He yeah. introduces the game. I explain the rules. He gives. And the he words. does the words. That's we all have a role. You guys role have a system. Players, yeah. Uh, systemization is good. Right. Yeah. I, I gave some pretty decent words, and it was like, nah, you, you know, you, you know, we had one contest. She came now up. If, she came now up. If you actually had shots, what happens if you don't? If you don't do it, you take a shot, or if, if you, you get it? if you can't get it, you gotta take a shot. If you, can't and if you get do it. get it, we take a shot. Yeah, ah, it, okay, okay. Yeah. So that's the competition. That's the yeah. That's yeah. The, yeah. okay. Okay. Uh, that's we've the, also remixed the rules a little bit, where we've had people uh, challenge us. Okay. You know, it's, it's all it's all about the mood. Okay. You know, it's it's nice. It's fun. Yeah. But yeah, like like uh, Smooth was saying, somebody you know was a little cocky when they got up to the mic, and then we gave them a word. They froze. Yeah. And it was a layup. <laughs> it was a layup word. It's like mm-hmm. I got this. She's like, oh, I'm a win. He gave her love. Really. Love and she- love and she couldn't do love. Ah, Netta. Wow. Nah, that was nah, that wasn't Netta. That wasn't Netta. That wasn't Netta. Netta, I gave her a hard ass word. Well, you did. Park. I gave her park. Yeah. Oh. No. No, you gave her park because that was when everybody started singing, singing uh, Long Walk yeah. by Jill Scott. Walk by Jill oh. Scott. And then when you gave the first contestant love, we all started singing uh, Music, music Soul Child. Child. Yeah. Yeah, so. man. It was a good night, man. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get into these topics right quick. Indeed. Okay. Indeed. I got an audible topic. Come on with it. Kanye West. <laughs> don't they esta Kanye? Donda. More like Donda esta Kanye. They really called it Donda? That shit was funny, yeah. Really called, that's yeah, so it was on Twitter, man. I, was cra- I saw that yesterday. Twitter. I was dying. I said, wow. Black Twitter is a funny wow. place, they, man. Wow, they went there with they that. said Donda. Donda esta Kanye. <laughs> so Kanye dropped Donda. Yeah. Uh, he didn't drop it. A, uh, he, Apple Music he release. He premiered it. Can, let me finish. Okay. Kanye dropped Donda as a premiere for, you know, letting y'all know this album was coming. And 
it surprised a lot of people because he has Jay-Z on it. Yeah. So we're looking for the album. We're like, yo, when the album drop? When the album drop? Young Guru says, yeah, Jay-Z put his version at 4 p.m. I said, we ain't getting this album until March. <laughs> <laughs> so he actually set the date now. The album is going to be on August 6th. Oh, really? Yeah, August 6th. I'm kind of glad I haven't heard it yet because I'm a huge fan, as y'all know. Mm-hmm. And I'm really looking forward to not knowing what is. You haven't heard any. You did so you didn't hear. I heard the Jay Z verse. You heard, Jay-Z, that was oh, you heard the Jay Z verse. That was like, it. What did you think of the Jay Z verse? I loved it. Yeah, I did too. I loved it. Um, but I'm just like, you know what? I'm excited for this because I feel like he is now dropping the eyes of August 6th because there's pro- there's like two more weeks of album drops. So it's going to be some other stuff that's going to come out. I think truthfully Drake is going to drop. Like oh, you think uh, Certified Lover Boy is coming out? I think he's going to drop that. Is, is he hinting at it? I haven't heard anything. Yeah, he's not hinting at uh-huh. it, but you just feel it. You feel I just it? feel like it's going to mm-hmm. come sooner than later because um, Drake is a mood music person, mm-hmm. and he's already did pass the. Uh, he was supposed to drop that album in January. Now it's supposed to be dropping right. at any day. <clears throat> so I think it's going to come pretty soon. We'll see. Yeah. That would be nice, though, right? Yeah, it would be nice. I'm looking forward to seeing what he got. And I'm not the hugest Drake fan, but, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what he got. I know I know why Jones had hit us all with the okie doke. Oh, no, nah, everybody posted that, too, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I There's saw There's a reason after... why she posted that. Did you know why? Mm-mm. So someone that she had on their, her artist thing, mm-hmm. they had something drop. They were the last person on that list. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. So that made sense. But no, that list was going around everywhere. That's sneaky promotion. I like that. Yeah. I mess with that. Yeah. But yeah, she she had everybody because th- she said she had a list of everybody that was supposed to drop. It was Drake, Silk Kendrick, Sonic. Silk Sonic. I knew Kanye. it was bullshit once I saw yeah. um, Lil yeah. Wayne and um, Young Thug on there. I'm like, this is bullshit. Yeah. I mean, but it would have been nice if it actually happened. That's That was my... My train of thought. I was like, oh, this would be nice if this all happened. Then the whole music world in a fucking tizzy. Word. Yeah. <laughs> if See, all and everybody out on top. On, right. Everybody. Because out of that whole day. list, like you got one, one group <laughs> is they sick of these two niggas. <laughs> yeah. Because you know what it is. It's not like back in the day where, you know, a bunch of music drop and you go to the store and you have to pick what you want to buy. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Now it's everything drops and you could just stream it all just that day. But Check it all out. Right. But still, at the end of the day, when it comes to next Tuesday, when those first week numbers drop, who's going to be on top if everybody right. drops? Exactly. I'll tell you right now, there's only going to be like four or five that was going to be on the top of that list. But who were they? On that said list, there was Kendrick. Mm-hmm. There was Drake. There was Kanye. There was Silk Sonic. There was ASAP Rocky. Mm-hmm. Lil Wayne. Young Thug. I'm not even going to go over any more people that were named on that list. It would have been Silk Sonic. Yeah. Kanye West. Drake. And Kendrick. 
All right, I'm gonna I'm try to start something right. Yeah, because people are people are waiting for that next Silk Sonic cut. Mm-hmm. Like, oh where, yeah, where, where is it, guys? We, we, where is it? They itching for and they're it. They're teasing. And they trolling like, the hell. We're just gonna keep playing it. this because y'all keep liking it. So <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna make we're not gonna make nothing else. I'm gonna so try to start something, something real quick, right? Mm-hmm. So if Donda and Silk Sonic drop on the same day, which album comes out number one after a week? You can't have two number ones. Mm-mm. That makes eleven. <laughs> <laughs> took me a second. I was like, "The fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> um, honestly, wow, that was good. That was good. If we're going good. off of momentum, yeah, I think it's minimum. It's gonna be Silk Sonic. You think so? It would be Silk Sonic at one, yay at two. You really think so? I think so. I. I I don't know. I think the shock factor is Kanye. I think Kanye would be number one. Just, to, just. I would like him to be, but the promotion they have done for this one yeah. record for this album, right? They're still number one. Right. No, I know. I, 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 I hear you. I hear you. I, I don't you. think Kanye is gonna have any records on this album that are single worthy. Mm. They're just gonna be records. But again, I'm just talking shit. Right. Because right. I still haven't heard anything, right. Mm-hmm. right? And I'm glad I haven't heard anything. But, but I thought everybody was still mad at Kanye. Like what? Like what, like that like, goes. Here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing, right? Like I, I was matter. never mad at him, but I heard people were. Like it doesn't matter how mad the public are, right. are at you, right? Right. If you drop a new single, right, that people just seem to fucking forget, right? Mm-hmm. Like Chris Brown could slap somebody today, right, and drop a single tomorrow, and people won't care. So that, that's my philosophy for why I think Kanye would be number mm-hmm. one is just the controversy surrounding him. Everybody would want to check it out just because half the people love him and half the people hate him. We got to hear this thing. And I think that would drive it above Silk Sonic, even though Silk Sonic's promotion is better. It's just the, my thought. You're absolutely right about that, Doc, because, you know, now I changed that because he is going through a divorce. Yeah. Quote, unquote, right now. And she was at the show with the kids. Yeah. So, yeah, I I I, I can see. So he started. I think he started yeah. crying at the show. He was yeah. like, "I'm losing my family." Yeah. But um, my thing, I think, Silk Sonic comes on top because they reach a broader spectrum. Yeah. I think they would do what they did with the first mm-hmm. song. It would just the, the how it, they they were number one and they came, went off and then they mm-hmm. came back. Mm-hmm. I mean, the longevity of that song at the top. I think right. the second song would do the same thing because they yeah. they just they're just doing something. It got musically that people are dying for right now. They're dying for that type of that sound instrument instrument instrumentation heavy yeah vocal heavy song. They want that. They have they want to. That stuff. They have to show up on the second single. If they don't show up on the second single, they better. They better. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, they put so much on this one. Has Bruno Bruno ever whiffed, though? No, not yet. yet. I mean, that's that's pressure, too, though, isn't it? I'll say that with Bruno because I probably didn't jump on the Bruno wave until 24 Karat. A lot, really? the, a lot of people really. A lot of people. I didn't really care his, for the early Bruno. No, nah, I was doops and hooligans, unorthodox jukebox. That was all me. Yeah, I didn't really care for the early yeah. Bruno. It was this man right here that really did it. Because I'm like, yo, this dude keep talking about this album, <laughs> and this is before we even had the show. Okay. So I'm like, which album was he talking about? 20, 24 Karat. 24 Karat. I'm okay. like, yo, this dude don't stop talking. He's like, yo, right. this is that Mike. This is that right. I'm like, I listen to this shit. I'm like. 
Damn, he right. <laughs> Bruno, like, Bruno had me when he was doing throat. hooks for other people. The hooks, like with B.O.B. and that stuff, and that yeah, stuff, yeah. he had me then. And then yeah. nothing on you. Yeah, all of that. And mm-hmm. then and then when he at the Super Bowl, when yeah. when the drum when he was at the drum set and the mm-hmm. drum set came up out of the ground, yeah. right? And he's playing the drums, which I didn't even know he could play the drums. Yeah, mm-hmm. he he's the playing the drums play. and then he gets up and he starts singing. I think Treasure was. Yeah. I'm like, this uh, dude yes. is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Musically, it's two of the most talented <laughs> men in the world. Yeah. Two of the in most the talented same group and the, the same group. Yeah. That can literally do. Everything every yeah, other they, person can do. Yeah, they can play all the instruments. Like, they play crazy. all the they're instruments. Like, like young Stevie Wonders that can play everything. Yeah. Little See, my thing young was Princess. back Prince too, in yeah. yeah back in 2012 when they did the uh, it was the Grammys and they were you know he showed love to to Whitney but he had did Runaway Baby and that whole choreography that he had I was like. Yeah, no, nah, there's something about this dude. Because I knew about him from, like, you know, Grenade and all that. And I was like, who is this dude? Because for a pop artist, he got more soul than a lot of pop artists. Well, then you heard him on the B.O.B. records, and I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then he did the the Runaway Baby, and he was like, can I hit my James Brown? And he started doing the footwork, then he hit the yeah. split, got up. Me and my dad are watching, and we're like, oh, shit. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, nah, I got to watch this dude. And I was telling people, I was like, yo, keep an eye on him. And then 24 Karat Magic came, and everybody's yeah. been on his dick since then. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Like, I was mean, it guy, nobody checking for Bruno? And yeah. now, like, 24 Karat Magic, then he did. So I'm not, like, when that, you know, when that album dropped or that second single dropped, I'm not concerned because the boy don't miss. Well, here's my thing. I don't think there's going to be a second single. I think it's just it's gonna go be straight to album at okay. this point. But there's still ain't gonna because, be no misses on that album. Because if you drop, because if you drop the album, people are gonna go get the album yeah. because <clears throat> because of the uh, weight that leave the door. I, I'll be yeah. curious because I, I I read something where he said that he wished that he had released 24K as singles mm. as opposed to an album mm. because of the way because of the way music because of the way music is. Now, yeah, yeah. He said, man, if I had re- if I had reversed it, uh, released it as singles, it would have been huger. Than as an album, so and that's what might makes even me, do this with this. That's, yeah. that, so that's what makes me now think that, you, that he's, yep. he's probably not going to drop the yeah. album all at once. Which is you, crazy you because Twenty Four Karat Magic is his most successful oh. album, and that shit did crazy yeah. numbers on the charts and in the Grammys. And I've interviewed different artists, and and that's a big debate right now with, with artists yeah. that are doing that are going to do an EP or an album. Is do I release the EP? Mm-hmm. Or do I just release singles and then the EP at the end? They're struggling with that. Yeah, they're struggling with that decision. So. Bruzy, bruzy, for real. So how are we feeling about uh, Billy Braun? Braun billionaire uh, Braun. Billionaire Braun. I like it for him, man. I'm proud. I'm proud of him because I, I do remember when he first, you know, came out as a an athlete. You know, when he first got drafted, I remember his his um. His goal then was, he said, back then, I'm going to be the first billionaire athlete. And here we are now in 2021, and he did it. And he's well, he's not 36 the first billionaire athlete. Well, he was active. active. Active billionaire First want to do it active. Yeah. Right. That's what I meant. The first yeah. active billionaire <laughs> right. athlete. And because uh, technically the first would be Michael Jordan, right? Mm. Or or what? No, I don't think Tiger Woods is, is a billionaire now. No, I think Tiger is a billionaire. Well, well. I don't know. 
But, but yes, LeBron is the first active. <laughs> yeah, I think he deserves it, man. You know, he did the school at Akron. Um, you know, really what looking put at him you, Doctor Umar. <laughs> he really, what really put him over the top was the whole Fortnite thing. Yeah, I know the yeah. Fortnite release thing he did. Um, I enjoyed Space Jam: um, The New Legacy. I'm not gonna call it two because it's not a two, but yeah. um, I thought it was. I thought it was really good. I love the puns. I love how they kept it. They kept it modern. <laughs> well, they kept it. Um, they kept it modern. But they also kept it to its own realm. Like, it had nothing to do with the first one. Nothing to do with it. And I, I appreciate that. Right. Because yeah. that just let it be known, like, Mike's was what his was. Bronze is yeah. what his is. Yeah. Whoever the next generation is is going to be what theirs is. And I honestly thought that, like, one of the cartoon characters would have made a reference to the last one. Oh, like, we're playing another basketball game? Yeah. Well, kind of. They kind of did, because when they brought Michael B. Jordan in, they're like, Michael Jordan. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I Michael forgot about B. that scene. No, it's it's Michael B. Alert. Jordan. I, you got, Not Michael, Michael A. A. Michael A. Jordan. Yeah. I'm like, it ain't even A. It's Not Jeffrey. Michael Jeffrey, Jeffrey Jordan. Jordan. But yeah, the split. I mean, it was it was a 330 million salary, 700 million endorsements, right? To make Shit. a billion. So he figured it out early, early on that mm-hmm. marketing is everything. You know, that's he. He's the model for that. Three to one. Smartest thing he ever did was fire his agent and hire his boy. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Smartest thing he ever did. Paid for he paid for was he paid for Mav to go to school for it, Mm -hmm. and then fired his agent when Mav graduated. Yeah, that's amazing. I didn't know that part. Yeah, Yeah. I didn't know that because that was a question I had. I mean, because everyone everyone say you know yeah promote your boy. Like, what if your boy didn't qualify though? Nah, but you're saying he sent Mav to school for that. That's dope. That's dope. That's a good piece of information. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah I didn't know that. That's, that's love. Yeah, it is. Right. So, like, could you imagine, like, when you get to that millionaire level, it's like, okay, I'm going to need this somewhere down the line. So, I'm going to send you to school. <laughs> you get them crazy. You come back. You got a job. <laughs> that's wild. Just to think about it yeah. ahead of time. Yeah. But, again, I think that has something to do with the tutelage of, you know, being managed by Jay-Z at that point in his career. It's not Maverick Carter. It's Rich Paul. Rich, okay, you're right. Rich you're right, Paul. right, you're right. Because I'm like, Maverick? I'm like, no, that that's one of his boys. Right, right. But no, nah, it was but Rich Maverick Paul. But Maverick is part, also part of his business somehow yeah. as well. I think he runs the, I'm not, not just an athlete. But, yeah, you're right. It's Rich yeah, Paul. it's Rich Paul. I get the names mixed up. But uh, that is dope, though. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, a lot of people have been learning ever since they've been on Rock Nation. You know, whether it be Rock Nation sports, Rock mm-hmm. Nation music. Like, that's, I I got to give it up to Jay-Z for that because yep. he's been giving a lot of people the game. Yep. Yeah. And and that was my thing about the whole Kanye. <laughs> right. For, for, $9.99. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to the story of OJ. Um. But yeah, that was one of my things about the whole, like how the whole Kanye and Jay-Z thing didn't make sense to me. Because like everybody, no, not, no, Kanye and Jay-Z, but mostly Dame Dash and Jay-Z. It's like everybody that really stuck with Jay-Z after the whole Rockefeller fallout, they're they're pretty much billionaires or close to it now. Mm Mm-hmm. Kanye billionaire, Rihanna billionaire, Beyonce billionaire, LeBron billionaire, Everybody that stuck with Jay Z after this time, 
They all got a billion. Bleak is good. Bleak is good, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know what his money's looking like, but he's good. Guy knows how good. to make money and knows how to help his associates make money and there's no, you know. Right. You know. Hey. Yeah, they were actually did. they were actually at terminal. I know. I saw I, I saw was very everybody upset post that. Oh shit. They yeah, I, I saw everybody's uh, Instagram and Snapchat stories the next morning, and I was like, "Oh, they were really there!" Damn, mm-hmm. yeah, in New Haven, yeah. Yeah. yeah, really, the whole state property. Well, state and property Memphis and Bleak. Bleak. Yeah, state property in Memphis Bleak. I was okay. like, "Wow, they had like a Rockefeller reunion show okay. or something like that at Terminal." Wow. And I was shocked that they actually got them there because at, at first I thought it was just going to be a DJ mm. playing all their music, and it like it was just a you know. A party with a bunch of people on the flyer that wouldn't be there. Okay. So I was like, yeah, I ain't going. Typical, right? Right. Yeah, I was like, what? I ain't going. Yeah. And then the next morning, I see, like, every, you know, I go on Instagram and see everybody. Because yeah. Bleak, Beans, Free, they all was posting it. And I was not even paying it no mind. They all was posting it. I don't it. follow any of them, so. Yeah, no, I followed them. Um, yeah, it looked like it was a great show, man. I'm really mad I missed it. Very mad, but. I'll be at the dip set versus the lock, so I'm pretty uh-huh. happy for that. Yeah, I'm mad I'm missing that. Pretty happy I am, for that. I am not fully vaccinated yet. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so I will be missing that show. Mm-hmm. When is that? What's the day that's coming up? So August, August 3rd. 3rd. August 3rd. August 3rd. Mm-hmm. That a Tuesday? Tuesday. Yeah. It's on Tuesday. We got some good shows coming up in Bridgeford. Erica Badu coming September uh-huh. 22nd. Um... Bunch of rap people are coming too, but I ain't. Oh yeah, Lil Durk and uh, Koi Ray and all them. That's gonna be, I think, like next week or the end of the month. That's for the that's for the kids. Yeah, that's the. (laughs) I think it's like the We Outside tour or something like that. I wouldn't be mad to um, see Dirk. I don't care for the other one, but I wouldn't mad to see Dirk. I don't know any of their music, if you ask me honestly. Yeah. Like Um, I would just be at that concert. Where are these events being held? At what venue? See, and this is the problem. Because this is why I said I understand that they bought it and they have that name. The Hartford. But people idea. actually think that shit's in Hartford. It is literally downtown. Downtown Bridgeport. At, Hartford. The, at the Hartford Healthcare Amphitheater. I, think, at the harbor. I think that's so disrespectful. Right? That's where it is. That's at, the har- at, at the, the harbor, harbor, right? No, yeah. it's at the Hartford Healthcare Amphitheater. Yeah, yeah at the harbor. Yeah. In Bridgeport. Harbor, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. yeah. In, in Bridgeport. Bridgeport. Yeah. I have a huge problem with that. Yeah. Um. Why, what's your problem? I I'm why is it called Hartford in Bridgeport? Because Hartford Healthcare bought it. I you, get you know. that. But I'm just saying, like, right. people think that event is in Hartford. I get you. I get yeah, you. I'm sure. A snub to Bridgeport. They don't want Bridgeport. Right. I think it was a marketing thing. Thing. Yeah, I think so, And too, I'm pretty right. sure when people do shows, they're, they're, what's up, Hartford? They're, 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 oh, it's definitely going to happen. Their name is on the building, right? It's, yeah. it's Hartford Healthcare. Right? Yeah. That's what it says. I'm you, you drive by yeah. knowing you're in Bridgeport, and big yeah. letters says Hartford Healthcare. What's up, Hartford? Amphitheater. So if people cheer, that just means that they're idiots. No, Hartford will probably <laughs> be in the building. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I've gone to the Hartford Amphitheater for sh- for plenty of shows. Okay. You know, so it's going to be the same way the other way around. But, you know, um, they are doing a lot of rock shows. Yeah, I was I was walking by there the other day, and they, now they have the banners up of all the groups performing. I just, mm-hmm. you know, so I wanted to see how many dark faces I could, right. I could see on the side of that building. And I don't think there were that many, maybe one. But yeah, so this it's is definitely probably like not the lowest total poll of the live nation. Yeah, that's gonna be coming there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Besides Erica and 
whoever else is going to be yeah, there. It's but. a lot of rock, a lot of country, mm-hmm. a lot of, um, you know, washed up, you know, white jazz artists. You know, it's, right. You know, <laughs> it's, uh, is Bob James still alive? I'd love to see James him. Bob James is still alive. I'd love he to is. see him. He is. I'd love to see yeah. him. I'd love to see Michael McDowell. Yeah. I'd like to see uh, yeah, Phil Collins still alive. He is. I don't think mm-hmm. he's doing music yeah. that much. But yeah, but Bob James just released something new um, mm-hmm. last week, two weeks ago. I saw really? it on Instagram. He's still doing it. He's the Godfather, man. That's mm-hmm. you know. I think what is that? I don't know if this is still true, but at one point his music was the most sampled jazz music Nautilus, in hip hop. Nautilus alone yeah. has like yeah. fifty records. Yeah, yeah. So. That, like mm. that's already been sampled. Yeah. Ghost, uh, um, Ghostface sampled. Um, Kanye samples. Uh, yeah. Like a lot. Yeah, the break the break beats in that song. Are, you know, they're great stuff. So yeah, it's it's some really great beats. Good time. Uh, that is I'm sorry I just I like that tangent y'all just went off on. I was I was just sitting there listening to that yeah <laughs> the intellects right, right. no I'm just saying like and <laughs> shout out to Slim man he put me on the Bob James I didn't know about him until oh yeah whatever you oh, know yeah. Slim put me on the Bob James yeah. I'm just like yo that was the beauty of living with a DJ yeah like the music I've heard the music mm-hmm. I've learned he told mm-hmm. me about the Fosters I didn't know about the Fosters that was the regurgitated Jackson 5 yeah mm I mean, ja- I mean, there's re- Jazzy Jeff. That's why he chose that name. Jazzy Jeff is his a lot of his stuff. Mm-hmm. He's very, very educated on jazz, and he mm-hmm. used a lot of samples from jazz records and all this stuff. That's why he took the name. And he's a lot of those guys. They know, they know that music. They know mm-hmm. Miles. They sample mm-hmm. Miles. They sample, you know, Sanborn. They sample Marcus Miller. Mm-hmm. You know, Jay Z sampled Marcus Miller. Yeah, know, that's a, that, you knocked the hustle. It came off of his. Mm-hmm. A baseline, a baseline is a Marcus Miller baseline. So, I yes. like Marcus Miller. Marcus Miller um, <laughs> did the intro for Boomerang. Yes, mm. that is the yes. most sexy, yes. sultry. I need it to be the darkest. Is that come clouds. over? Are you talking about come over? No, the, no, no. The, oh, the, oh, what's the, the doom. Doom. doom? Oh yeah, doom, yeah, doom, yeah, doom, yeah, doom. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like just like a boomerang. Yeah. And then you put Rafael Sadiq on it. Yep. Yep. Oh man, mm. but. When I tell you that is one intro, I I'll play that like I once I found out that there was an actual record for it. Yes. I said, oh, it's over. Yeah, it's I, over. I, I have that album. I it's have over. that album. He's my favorite jazz musician, period. Yeah. I've been, Who is? I've been listening to Marcus Miller. Marcus I've been listening Hunter. to his stuff for 20, 20 years, 20 yeah. years, 25 years. I, mm. I just love that. Sound he, like a young guy too. And uh he's sixty one, but he's mm-hmm. been he's been he worked a lot with Luther Vandross. That's how he started. Mm. He did all the never too much, all yeah. that stuff. He did all of Luther's mm. power of love, all of that. He produced all that. And then he produced for Miles Davis in the eighties when Miles was doing uh-huh. stuff. So yeah, he's a very talented guy. A lot of mu- a lot of movie, you know. Scores. Power of Love was definitely yeah. is definitely one of my mm. favorites. Oh yeah, songs. easily one of my yeah. favorites. It's like yeah. eight minutes. Yeah. <laughs> the original, yep. 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 And they all condensed that down for the radio. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. like what was it last night? Played the 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 extended version of uh, is it well, if it isn't love yeah, yeah. and like I was the, confused like as hell. The jazz yeah. version of uh, if it isn't love off the extended mm-hmm. album. Yeah. Who, oh, he, DW, uh, DW played that? DW okay. played that because wow. you know how they all, you yeah, know how yeah, these two yeah. always get it into if yeah. it isn't love, yeah. but 
D-Dub played the Let me us too, because you got into it last I night. I got into it last night. Did you guys do the dance last yeah. night? Yeah. yeah. But, but we started doing that back at M-White, bro. Yeah. Right. Y'all yeah, y'all been doing this for a while. I just yeah. hopped in last Yo, night. Yo, keep yeah. that beat playing, because there's something I got to say about this beat. First off, my brother Kanye West and Q-Tip produced this together. Do you hear the Heartbreak Hotel on that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yo, like, yeah. when I heard this stuff, yo, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. I couldn't even believe it. I'm like, listen. The Q-Tip was a cold dude. Yes. Q-Tip like, still is a cold yeah. dude. Yeah. Q-tip Just remember. Oh, my God. He went so Like, hard watching that documentary on, on him, how he used to, how he would go through records and pick those parts and where to beat, like, in the breaks and stuff. I'm like, yo, this dude genius i still genius. credit q-tip a lot with the fact that so many people um sample jazz yeah because yeah. nobody did it like tribe called quest but no, when no. tribe called quest first came out and they made hit records yep everybody went to yep. go yep that because even soul for real took that yeah. we got the yeah. jazz that's what they said we got it right we got the jazz and then a lot of people didn't think it would work and then no, it, did. it did i want to do a round robin real quick uh-huh. Top five producers around the room. Top five? Top five. Just hip-hop or? Just in general? Hip-hop, whatever. Dr. Dre's got to be on that list. Okay. Go ahead. Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis. Mm -hmm. I was waiting for that name to come up. I was, Mm -hmm. yeah. Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis. Q-Zip is on my list. Definitely on my list. And it's top five? Top five. What about Teddy Riley? No. Okay. Okay. Babyface. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Jimmy Jam, Babyface. Timbaland for me. Timbaland's not on my list. Timbaland's not not really at all? Nope. Not my top five. Not your top five. Um, My top five is all over the place. Jay Dilla. Jay list. Dilla. Yeah, I, I wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'ma say Damn. And not in this order. Kanye West. Bob James. The Neptunes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um The JBs. Which is uh Bobby Bird and them. Um and Bootsy. Those are my top five. That's your top five producers. That's my top five. Top five producers. That's yeah, that's a good list. I don't know. I, that's... Uh, that is a... And I listen and that, to... And that's all genres. I mean, and I listen to all those on a daily. Um, that's why it's hard for me to listen to new music now. Right. Because I listen to all of those on a daily. Right. Mm. Whether it's direct or influenced. Pete Rock is on my list as well. See, I, when I think about producers, I think about people whose beats I can just listen to by themselves. That's what I'm talking about. Mm. And that's exactly where, where, where I'm getting it from because that's my top five. Mm-hmm. I have over 50-something producers, I could say. Right. But that's my top five, without also, a question. There's also this man right here. Is Dilla? Ninth Wonder. Oh shit! I forgot about right him. ninth wonder. Shit! I forgot about that. <laughs> ninth shit. wonder. Um, RZA. 
Shit, no ID. Yeah, see, I struggle because, because it's you know you, mm. you're judging producers off of the off their beats, instrumental or not what they actually and do. I, I, when, when, I, when I think of because I, because I do jazz, I'm thinking right. of instrumentation. Right, and right. My, that's yeah. different than mm-hmm. than so I, I I would I don't know if I could go with that list simply because you're missing guys like Sanborn and, and mm-hmm. um, you know. I mean, there's Stevie Wonder. I mean, there's just a lot. Yeah. Of, there's a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys yeah, right. that, that, See, do, that do production. There's and, a and lot, it's, and it's different. It's and you different know what? Than the hip hop production. I'm gonna take guess, someone right. out. That's 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 the that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, I'm gonna take someone you, out. Who? Because I know you're gonna respect this. What was that? Who you gonna take out? Who did I say? Who was the last one I said? I don't remember. I said Bob James. I said Kanye. I said uh, Q-Tip. Nep- I said Neptune. The Neptunes. And who was my favorite? JBs. And the JBs. JBs. Okay. Respectfully, uh-huh. I'm gonna take out Kanye. Okay. Why? Why? I'm curious. Why would you take him out? Roy Ayers. Okay. Oh yeah, Roy Ayers. Yes, yeah. he's up there. Yeah. And that's my point. Is that is that what Roy Ayers? Kanye B six. Those guys. I mean, that's when you're producing for bands. Mm-hmm. Right. Quincy a, Jones. Right. Quincy Jones. I mean, you're producing Thank for you. bands. That's an entirely different mm-hmm. type of production. Mm-hmm. You know. Cause Kanye has been Kanye said in the past the guitar is trash. I mean, like, how could you say that about instrument? The instrument That's that, one of my favorite instruments. That, that the instrument Jimi Hendrix played. That, he, he used that, guitars though. Yeah, but he, I, I think he was. This is in his phase. He was doing something with the keyboard. He was doing a lot, and he just he was on a rant about mm-hmm. guitars. And I, I was like, I can't believe he said that. Mm. Um, made that statement. I think he would retract that now because I mean he uses on. nothing but guitars. Yeah, I mean the guitar. I can think like, of like seven records that he has guitars that he starts the record off with. And so. to, to piggyback off a of, uh, doc, my thing is when you come up with these top lists, my brain, because it's where my heart is, automatically goes to hip hop and R and B. Right. Yeah. I don't think about the Roy Ayers and the Quincy right. Joneses yeah. and the Timmy Jam. But that's Jimmy Jams. Yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. Well, mm-hmm. it, Jimmy it Jam is, is but at the same time, yeah. that's like, hip-hop. when I'm home by myself, I do listen to Roy Ayers. I do listen to Najee. I do listen yeah. to, you know what I'm saying? I tell you, who's an underrated. Robert Glasper. Who's, who's, yeah, who's an underrated producer, and you don't really appreciate it until you see the movie This Is It. It's Michael Jackson. I mean, there's a scene. There's a scene in that yeah. movie, right, where they're, they're doing. They're doing. A rehearsing in the, in he's the, going around to everybody in the, music, the band the musician's like mm-hmm. he's like that's not how it goes music like, yeah i listened to the record last night that's how it goes mike says no that's not how it go it mm-hmm. goes like this the guy's like no i listened to the record mike he said no you're not listening to me that's not how it goes like he was like brown. Goes brown. like like this. james brown <laughs> and mike was a perfectionist yeah. like james brown did yeah. you, you said what is this is this is this a drum he's like this is a drum he's like what's this it's a drum, Mr. Brown. But it was drum. It's like, all right. <laughs> but somebody in the in the documentary about James Brown said he would tell you that, and then you would play it the same way that you played it. Uh-huh. But after he had told you how to, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, then he would be yeah. like, okay, that's it. He was like, it's the same way we did it. <laughs> but Maybe he heard it different. I don't yeah, know. I, so, but that that's scene, the thing. That, but I know that scene that, you're talking about. It, yeah. This is it because it was with um, the the baseline to uh, want to be starting something. Mm-hmm. Mm. And he was like, "No, it, it's got to yeah. go like this." Yeah, because they well, said he had he, the Ed Hardy you know pants on, right? Yeah, 
And, and, and I have like, to put Prince on my list. And Prince did, but the thing about Michael oh, yeah. is, you know, Prince played instruments. Right. Michael didn't really. Michael play was an instrument. He, 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 was, he, was, he was. He was. He was a walking. His voice was the instrument. His voice was the instrument. That's why I tell people, I'm like, he was different. His voice was the instrument. Michael just, I just wanted to sound like. Y'all saw that show where he fired somebody in the band like on the spot. He was like. This is how, like, in the music, middle of the song, he's like, this isn't how it sounds. <laughs> he's like, you about to have no job. <laughs> yeah, nah, you know, those guys are perfectionists, man. They, they, I don't, they hear things the rest of us don't hear. Yeah. And that's why this album's not coming out till August 6th. <laughs> because when yeah. he dropped Life of Pablo and then he let it come out later, it was completely different from yeah. them. When he we also first changed. Heard it. He also changed life, life of Pablo a couple of times. And he also added records onto it. That's the the difference between like back in the day and now this new streaming age, because you can change your album at any point. Right. You right. know, in the streaming age, back then it's like the album you got is the album you right. got. You can't mm-hmm. go back right. and change anything at all. Streaming, they'll take they'll take a song off. You won't even notice the song's missing. Mm-hmm. Right. Or they'll add a new song. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or they'll add a sound like they did with um, Kendrick and Scissors' All the Stars. Mm-hmm. The way the original verse went was com- the end. Well, when Scissors' verse came in, is different from how we heard it when they first dropped it. When he dropped it on Black Panther, completely different. Right. Yeah. It's it's crazy the way music is. You and know. sometimes it gets me mad because you like, talk about the I theme from like, Black Panther, the, the opening song. All the star. It was all the it was stars. A, the, yeah. the credit song. The end yeah, credit song. Okay. okay. Uh-huh. So let me ask: How did you get started into this industry, sir? <laughs> the story. So five years ago, you know, I was gonna wear my Steelers jersey because everybody knows I'm a Steelers fan. Right. Time, mm-hmm. Right. Um, I don't know if you guys know Anthony Hill and Jay Rogers. They mm-hmm. have a show called Inside the Locker Room on WNOK, and they were they were on the radio for years. Uh, Steelers Cowboys week They had everybody come down Wear your jersey Come down Talk shit on the radio You know Steelers versus Cowboys So I went down there This is like November of 26 I went down there WNK on Fairfield Avenue um, And I walked in the studio And I'm like Wow This is cool mm-hmm. And I met the owner Of the station I met the the man, you know, the Two guys that run it And I Just started talking to him Like you know I mean I'd love to do this My dad used to be in radio oh, I'd love to do this And they said, do you know anything about jazz? I said, I know a little bit. <laughs> and they said, well, we need a jazz show. We would like mm. the jazz show on the station. Jazz. Could you do that? I said, uh, let me see what I can put together. And that's how I got started. That's simple. You shot oh, your man. shot. That's simple, shot, man. man. That's simple. That's dope. So it's just finished our fifth year. and starting year six in September. Dope. Clap that up. Yeah, just that's shot your shot on a whim, and yeah. here you are. Six mm-hmm. years yeah. later. You got to stay with it. This is one thing I appreciate. And I, I watch you guys. I've been following you guys. Because I knew Latif. We were, at, we were at the same radio station mm-hmm. for a little bit. We already crossed paths. And I, I get asked all the time, hey, you know, Doc, I want to do a podcast. Or I want to do radio. How do I get started? As do we. And I tell mm-hmm. people, you know. I tell them what to do. I give them like the starter steps, just <laughs> just to see the starter kit, <laughs> just to see if they're really mm-hmm. about it, right? And and I and I said when you do those three things, get back with me. And I never hear from again most of them ever right. again. And right. then they never do anything. So when you see guys, people have no idea how hard this is. No, you guys know how hard it is. It's a lot of work. They have it's no hard. idea. You know, they think oh, you just sit down and start talking and. Mm-mm. 
you know, we're sitting here. We got no notes. There's no script. There's no. Mm-hmm. We're just. We just jam. We just vibing, and, right. and and you hope you hope. And you hope it sounds it good. It sounds at the good end. when yeah. you're finished. I mean, that's how interviews are. You hope the person is interesting. Mm-hmm. You hope that you know they're gonna answer the questions. They're gonna tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, you hope they're talkative. If they're not, right. you, you, you hope just, it's just open ended. You, you have no idea because you don't know if it's just gonna be yep, nope, yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I've had I've had them like that. Like you can tell musicians who are just doing an interview because their agent said you need to go out and do radio because mm-hmm. right? mm-hmm. they they're not giving you anything. And I decide right away this is a fifteen minute interview. I'm not doing mm. this more than fifteen minutes because this person does not want to talk to me. Mm-hmm. They are being made to do this. Right. right. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. that's what we do. <laughs> and, and then you get people that you know they start going off on some aspect of the music industry. I had one. One person go off on streaming. I mean, this guy went off on streaming and the money and the president of Spotify on the air. I'm like, this is great. This is yeah. this is why I do this. Right. You know, so you just don't know. It's a crapshoot. But you got to, consistency is everything. You guys are consistent. How long have you been doing this? Uh, going on three, three years. Three, yeah. three. three years is a long time in, in, in radio lane. Absolutely. Yeah. Three years is a yeah. long time. We've seen a lot come and go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot Since of people don't make it past a month, man. If they get started at all, a lot of <coughs> podcasts in particular don't make it past five episodes. Yeah, um, yeah. because then uh, you know when re- that's the fifth episode is when the reality sets in. Right. You start mm-hmm. looking back at, right. all right, how much engagement am I getting? Right. How many listeners am I getting? And that usually discourages a lot right. of people, and right. they just stop. Yeah. Uh, but let me ask you to go back a little bit. You uh-huh. said you give people like three things to do when they come to you. Right. What are those three things? So the first thing I always ask you about it is, you know, I want you to write this, these things down and send them, email the answers to me. Number one, why are you doing this? Mm. Why are you doing this? Um, and then what specifically is the content of your program? Mm-hmm. That's number two, the specific mm-hmm. content of your program. And the third thing is just tell me a little bit about the audience. Who are you trying to reach? Mm-hmm. With whatever it is you're trying to do, mm-hmm. and I, the the reason why the why is important, and that's the really the question most people never ask themselves, mm-hmm. is if you're doing it for money, don't you probably don't want to do it. <laughs> nope, <'cause> right? word, <laughs> you're gonna be real upset. if money is if money's the objective, right, you're gonna get frustrated because mm-hmm. you're gonna be looking for likes and and mm-hmm. loves and clicks and how many people listen to my show and. And and you're trying to get sponsors, and you all know that it's hard to get sponsors. It's hard mm-hmm. to get people to give you money. So if that's what you're doing it for, you're gonna flame out real quick. You gotta mm-hmm. have another reason. So when people tell me money, that's a, that's a whole nother discussion. That's like a decision tree. Okay, money is your primary mover. Right, let me talk to you. You talk to sponsors, and like who's your audience? You know, get it. So that's it. I need to know those three things. And and everybody I asked those three things of, very few people have come back. Now, some have. Mm-hmm. And some have great radio shows. Mm. But they're not there. They love, you know, it's, it's the music or they love talking sports or they mm-hmm. like, you know, botany, whatever. Whatever it is, they like the thing. Mm-hmm. And they just want to give that thing to people. Right. And what I've learned, money will come. Right. It comes in different ways, mm-hmm. and I learned this. I was walking last last year during COVID on Seaside. Just I was frustrated. I was ready to give it up. Like this mm-hmm. is too much time. And I ran into you guys know Sean Rembert, right? Sean. Yeah, yeah. So Sean's Fuzz. sitting there. Shout we're, out Fuzz. We're talking to Fuzz, and Fuzz is like, "Yo, Doc, come here. You know, Doc, you got a great voice." He says, "Have you ever considered 
voiceover, voiceover work. Mm. I'm like, nah, he says, dude, you need to build a studio in your house and you need to consider doing voiceovers. Well, People I, have said the same to me. And well, what happened was, I don't do voiceovers, but what happened was, it made me inventory what skills have I learned doing this that I can sell. Mm. And that flipped it, man. Now, I just produced an audiobook for an author. Uh, I got another person that wants an audiobook produced. People come, hey, Doc, can you do this for me? Or, you know, different, or, I, I can't do a musical project. I'm going to hand that off to guys like like G, who got the stuff mm-hmm. to do. Right. But audio, production, you know, you're a speaker, you want to do, I can do all of that. And I got the stuff, mm-hmm. and now I partner with the studio in Norwalk, so it's for bigger projects. So it's, that's it, I flipped it, and now it's even more fun because I'm making money. Mm-hmm. I'm not making money on the air, but I'm making money with the skills that took mm-hmm. me. And that's why I encourage you to, you know, any, you know, figure out how you can monetize the skills mm-hmm. and that'll that, keep you eager that's kind of how it happened for us too because we don't make money actually doing the podcast you know what i'm saying the money came from us you know just being uh visible in places we go we always mm-hmm. travel as a unit right we go you like you always see us oh, at yeah. a thelmas yeah. or whatever and yeah. then people would just be like i like the way i like y'all chemistry together right I'm, i need a host for this event yeah. or i need something for this like somebody right. just approached us last night about doing like a comedy show, like some um, oh, community. yeah, uh, the improv. The, oh, improv? Imp- approaches oh. about uh, doing improv. an improv show. Yeah. It was like, yeah, I like y'all comedic timing and the way that y'all work together. I think we should, you know, collab and do a comedy <laughs> show. And I'm like, cool. cool. Yeah. There you go. You know, so it's like the 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 podcast just gets us out there, but it's yeah. what we do outside of this studio exactly. that brings us the money to pay for the podcast. There you go. I just found out, I didn't know this. I was out, I went to go see my man. I partnered for Juan, with Juan Kuhn for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I, I hooked up with him about three or four months ago. He says, dude, your song's doing great. I said, what, what are you talking about? What song? <laughs> what song? What song? He said, yeah, you remember those voice clips I asked you for? Uh, yeah, I remember. He said, yeah, I, made a, I did a song. It's, play, it's being played in Europe. Oh, and they shit. love it. And your voice is throughout the song. Oh, shit. We need to talk about what we're going to do with that song. Like, I, okay, let's talk about it. Let's talk about, about my money, talk, first yeah, of all. Let's talk about it. Well, I need the you know, money. I didn't, I, you know, I didn't know. But see, those, those, are op- those are things that just come up. Yeah, it's been yeah. A, I've been blessed, man. It's, it's, a, good, it's a good thing. Yeah, you, you, you're knocking a lot of things off the bucket list now. Yeah, well, yeah, now, now I own a, a broadcast. I'm a yeah. co-owner of a broadcast network. Work. We own two stations, mm-hmm. and now that has me, you know, it puts me in mind of, of the Jay Z Pharrell song, you know, where he says, uh, "If you can't buy the building, at least stock the shelf." Mm-hmm. They keep on stocking to mm-hmm. stack, stacking to you, stocking stock for yourself. Mm-hmm. That's where I've been. I'm doing these radio shows, doing these shows, doing these shows, and now, you know, he handed me this. First, they made me the program manager of the state of one of the stations, and then they said, "You're doing so good with that." We want to bring you in and ha- have you work with the whole network. And now it's nice. now it's, you're not thinking just about what I do, but the other shows. How can you make the other shows better? Right. Looking for talent to bring on the station. It's it's a whole other game. Yeah. And that's really where the money is is doing that, helping other people mm-hmm. reach their you know their levels. So yeah. I mean, I'm having a good time. Life is good. As you know, that's how we ended up here doing the podcast. Because at that other unnamed radio station, <laughs> it was just <laughs> it was just myself and D Dub, 
you know, and then, you know, me and D-Dub left that station and went and got these yeah. two and brought these two in. Yeah. And, you know, and that's how we are where we are I now. Gotta, I got to tell you the story because the unnamed, the unnamed radio station <laughs> of, of which you speak. So before COVID, they were filming. They still are. They're filming a um a documentary about okay. the history of the station. Right? And I was in several parts and then I left the station. Right. And, you know, just... A lot of lot of reasons I'm not going to get into all of it. Anyway, right. I left the station. I thought they were going to take my parts out. Mm-hmm. They left you in there. They left me in there. But not only that, I got a call from the producer the other day. He says, look, I know you're not doing shows anymore. But, you know, you said some things. I guess I'm like the token black person. Like, you said some things <laughs> in the film in the film that need to stay in the film for diversity reasons. But we need, we need video of you in the studio. I'm like, can, he says, can you... I said, I see a lot of clips on Facebook. Can you send me those all those clips, yeah. and I'll figure out how to work with it from there. I said, sure, I'm not going to. Yeah. If it's good for me. If I'm going to be in that, yeah, it's, that's, it's yeah. good for me. But Look, That's for your IMDb page. Yeah, but, but other than that, you know, the opportunity, <laughs> and you're learning it here, is we were being pigeonholed yep. at that station. You know, mm-hmm. you're in the graveyard shift, 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. or 11 mm-hmm. to 2, when nobody's awake, right? So you're... Right. But the the best part, and I tell people this all the time, you know, I got repetitions. Talking into a microphone, even if nobody's listening, the reps, mm-hmm. just the rep, the thought process of talking your way through three or four hours right. of airtime allows us to do this. We've been sitting here talking. I don't know how long we've been talking, but we're About just an ta- hour. Yeah, we're just talking. Mm-hmm. We're just talking. Yeah. You just you just feel mm-hmm. more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And that's all from talking, at, you know, to myself basically for four, <laughs> four hours a night every other Thursday like at, at the other like station. That, so you got to do that. You have to put in the time. There's like, no shortcut. Yeah. And when people come to me and ask about, you know, I want to start a podcast, but I don't know what to start it about. My first question to them is, what can you talk about for an hour? What are you right. so passionate about that you can talk about it for an hour mm-hmm. and keep yeah. yourself entertained? Right. Yes. You ain't going to get listeners for a couple of episodes. So what can you talk about for an hour and keep yourself entertained that you're that passionate about? And a lot of people, they don't don't know the answer to that that question. I had that conversation with my 11-year-old godson because his class started a podcast. Mm -hmm. Because he's in, you know, a program for, like, gifted kids and Mm -hmm. stuff. So he's, like, coming to me for tips and stuff. He's like, so, like... What are some ideas? This and the third. I was like, well, y'all got to come up with something that you can enjoy talking about mm-hmm. for however long your podcast may be. Yeah. So I was like, so, you know, you're 11. You're sports. Mm-hmm. Fortnite. Fortnite. Y'all like video <laughs> games. Cookies. <laughs> Cookies. <laughs> Play-Doh. You know, he was like, we like, you know, he's like, somebody mentioned anime because they got some mm-hmm. anime heads. I was like, so. There you go. Anime mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But they ended up actually being, they one of their first episodes, they talked about the insurrection. Really? 11-year-olds? That's the capital, really. Yeah. Right, so, they, they. so I told him, I was like, ah, you got to send me the link to that. Yeah. But people I like it. I mean, you know, at, at, at I um I'm known for jazz, right? But but I decided to I was having a lot of different. You helped me with a show where right? I had mm-hmm. the vegan chef and yep. I had a lot of different people on my show. And I decided you know I I wanted to break that sort of thing out and just let the jazz show be the jazz show. Mm. And the other stuff I'm gonna call it called the Doc Hardy show. I don't know what to call mm-hmm. it. So I started doing that mm-hmm. um in in February this year. And then the station hit me up. They said, um, Doc, we had to talk to you about your show. I'm like, oh, man, what's going on? They said, your, your new show, the Doc Hardy show, Jazz and I is doing great. 
the Doc Hardy show is doing 10 times better than Jazz and I. Wow. I said, really? I said, are you serious? Yeah, I said, people love that show. I said, it's just, I have people on there that want to talk about themselves and what they're doing. I yeah. said, that's the point. They want, you know, so, you know, I came in left. He said, when are you going to have us on? That's the show you're yeah. going to be on. You're going to end up okay. being on the Doc, Doc Hardy, Hardy show. show. That's right. the form. That's the show I can bring anybody in the community in. Mm-hmm. And they can talk about whatever it is they're doing in the community or their business or, you know, whatever. And, Look, um, I'm ready. you know, I've had, I've had all kinds of people. Uh, and it's been, it's been an eye opener for me. Um, I learned a lot. I don't know about the rest of y'all, but I've been waiting for that Doc Hardy DM. Like, hey, are you available to come on the show? I've been waiting who, for that. Who, which one of y'all was it? Y'all, was it you? You probably hit me up and was like, yo, smooth. Stop hogging Doc. Uh, no, that was me. No, that was you. Okay, that was you. Because I was like, because I was like, I had already been on Doc show like three times. I know. I was like, Doc was my friend first. Stop hogging Doc. Because he asked me to be up there once. You've been up there three times. Yeah, because I've been up there about three times. I think it's about three or either. It's either been two, but the third was probably the doing the new edition Jackson Five. Uh, and you heard, did you hear what did you, did you hear what happened that day? Did I tell you the story? No. Okay, so we're doing the battle, the Jackson's New Edition battle, and mm-hmm. I played one of your New Edition songs. Right. They talk about somebody, the booty, some booty. This I forget, I forget which song it was. Okay. The <laughs> phone starts ringing. It's, oh no. And this dude calls in. He's like, "Yo, uh, you know, could you put some jazz on or something? Because we don't like this music you're playing. I'm like, no, this is." This is the Jackson Five versus New Edition. I'm, this is what we're doing today. Yeah. He's like, well, I don't know. I don't like songs that you know talk about women's bodies and the booty and all that. I said, would you feel any better if it was KC and the Sunshine Band? Shake your booty. Mmm. You better hit him with that knowledge. And the dude, he it was silence, and then he just hung up. <laughs> and I told listeners, said, listen, if you don't like what we're doing, change the channel. You can, you know. Uh, What's her name? Mystery Girl's coming on at you know at four, right, right. and she might be doing something different. But I'm not changing yeah. what now I'm doing. To, so don't call. Now I'm trying to think. <laughs> now I'm trying to think of a song. I, I can't remember think of a song, but it was. Uh, was it hit me off? That was it. It was hit me off. <laughs> it was hit me off. And I'm in there rocking, and 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 because I, I came back, I came back with the body. So you had hit okay, me off. Yeah, I came back, came back with, with the, the body, body. You know. Okay. And so we're going back and forth, but the people are like, "This is like." Another lady says, "This is um, this music is interesting." I said, "I said what? It's very urban." Mm-hmm. I said, "This is black music." Yeah. Right. I'm just gonna put it out there, y'all. This is black, black music. music. This is what we doing today. We doing black music. You know, uh, Debbie Gould's not here today. We're not dancing with bare feet today. We, we, doing, <laughs> we doing, you know, she she'll be back. She'll be back in three weeks with the dancing bare feet. This is Doc Hardy, Soul and Ice. Jackson 5, oh, New Edition, black, black music, music, as yeah, blackity yeah. black as I can yeah. make it. That's what we're doing today. I remember, <laughs> you know, one of the calls that I got when I was at that radio station, it was the last time I ever answered the phone. <laughs> but um, it was, you know, one of those days after one of the many police shootings. So I just got up oh, there and man. I was just playing all revolutionary music, uh-huh. like fuck the police and yeah. all that type of stuff. And somebody called me and they were like, I don't like this music that you're playing. And I was like, there's other stations. Yeah. And, I, you know, mind you, I'm on I'm on from two to six. So it's like, why are you even up listening? <laughs> right. If, right. Like, if you don't get I'm your jerkins. Right. I'm 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. So it's like, why are you even up listening if you don't like what I'm hearing? Go to sleep. Yeah. So I got to have you guys. Because Dunzel been on so much, he got a fan. Bowen. Yeah. Bowen from, Bowen from, from Kent. 
in Kent, Connecticut. Up in the northwest corner. Yo, me and my dad went on Google. Because I was like, yeah, I got somebody up in Kent, Connecticut. Yo, it's... On a map, it's like top left. Yeah, man. Cor- it's I actually you went past there. Uncasville, Massachusetts. Damn yeah, it's almost. I think it's past mm. Uncasville. Yeah, yeah it's almost the Massachusetts Rhode Island core. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's up but there. But he called in. And he says, "I don't particularly like what you're playing, <laughs> but this young man you have on, he's very good musically and." I'm enjoying everything. I like that box he's using, and he's not overdoing the box. You know, sometimes when y'all, y'all, sometimes when y'all, y'all. use the box, you overdo the box, but he's not oh, overdoing. He said y'all. He said y'all. Yeah. Oh, y'all. Damn. He said y'all. But he called. He called back several yeah. times after that, and um, you know, he says you can you. And the last time I talked to him, one of the last shows I did, he says you've converted me. He says I didn't know what new Jack. I didn't know what New Jack swing R and B was, but I do now. I really really like it. (laughs) There we go. Go ahead, bro. So we converted somebody. somebody. I see you, Kent, Connecticut. We did it. We did it. We did. Bowen from Kent, Connecticut. That's one man. We love you, man. We love you. We love you. But yeah, when he said, because when Doc told me, I was like, where the hell is that? Yeah, that's crazy. So we looked it up, but yeah, that's that's dope, man. That's dope that you got all that going on. You you a lot of things, Doc. So the most recent thing I wanted to get into that you just posted, because we we both from Norwalk. Right. You you part owner. Yeah, that. so that's the big thing, right? So uh <laughs> Anthony Hill, uh, we talked mentioned before, Anthony yeah. Hill is the T market owner for the Connecticut Cobras of the uh professional basketball team. The league is called the Basketball League. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So he um he he just posted it on social media like four or five months ago that he was doing it. Um, hit him up if you want to you know talk about ownership. So I was like, I did the research on the league, and what I found out about, about the basketball league is that they specialize in small markets like Connecticut. Okay. And those all the teams the, the, there was twenty nine teams last year or actually this year. There's gonna be forty five next year. Mm. We're one of sixteen new teams that was just added. Okay. And all the markets, those teams do well because they're bas- people love basketball. There's no pro team there to, right. to you know to battle with. This is you in the small market. So I po- I had money. I said I'm gonna you know I'm gonna I'm gonna buy in, and we did. Yes. And um, I hadn't heard anything for a long time. And Anthony, you know, he was working. And finally, announced it. They announced it Monday in Indianapolis. Yeah, okay. The CEO of the league that we're there. And he just hired two kids from, uh, I call them kids, they're, you know, they're not, they're young men, mm-hmm. to run one's uh, basketball operations and the other one is a general manager. But I think it's great. I, you guys know me. I I'm I stay connected with all the generations. I, I try to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I try You're really to, good about I that. Try yeah, you're very good about that. I try to yeah. connect with the, with the millennials. The gen- My son is a Gen Z, you know, he... I, mm-hmm. I stay up with technology because of him. He keeps me from buying dumb shit. Like, no, that is, <laughs> like, no, no, you don't want that. You know, you, you want this, and this mm-hmm. is why. I'm like, okay, thank you, son. I see I you on the yeah. iPhone wave now. Yeah, too. He, you know, you know, he he didn't. He was not happy that I did that. He's anti iPhone. <laughs> but uh, I had a, shout out to him. But my video, my video, <laughs> my video people, and my my production people are like, you got to get off that Android stuff because you're making it hard for us now. Mm. We need we need to you know work together. So I finally got now I got two iPhones. I bought one, 
And then my primary day job, they gave me a corporate phone with a promotion, mm-hmm. and it's an iPhone. So I got two iPhones now. I had none last year. <laughs> but yeah, the, the thing about it is we're giving young guys who otherwise wouldn't have an opportunity mm-hmm. in Norwalk, our hometown, right. opportunity to up. be executives in, in a basketball organization. That's and I up. think that's, and shout I out to Anthony even, Hill, that's a dope. You and know? I didn't even know it existed. Mm. Like, so when I saw I was like, oh, shit, look yeah. at that home city on the map yeah. like that. Doing so, big thing. I just hooked so, him up. He was interviewed on Channel 12 on Thursday, I think. Okay. okay, that, and, okay. Uh, I did try, see him, but yeah. I couldn't really tune So in I'm going to try to get him work. on Channel 12 and Channel uh, 3. And, um, you know, that's you'll be hearing a lot about it. Um, we'll, re- we'll be announcing shortly where we'll be playing the game. Okay, I was just right, about I'm to gonna, ask you um, that. Yeah. So we're playing games. And uh, I'm not gonna say now the venue that we that we're thinking is gonna be. I'll wait. Mm-hmm. I'll wait. I'll follow his lead. He'll announce it. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to be a part of it. So, you know, those are my things: the, the radio, the network, the station, the basketball team, and my primary job. That's it. I also write. You probably saw that. That mm-hmm. I write. That I interviewed this editor. Okay. Four years ago, on my show, and when I was at WNLK. She never forgot the interview. So when she started his magazine, she calls me up. She says, I would like you to write for me. Mm. Mm. And I'm like, okay, that's, I don't know. And she says, what's your rate? I said, rate? <laughs> we never uh, had this conversation. <laughs> I don't know. I said, what's your rate? I said, it's my rate is, you know, 10 cents a word. That's just, that's what it is. Standard rate. She said, fine. I said, articles usually a thousand to 2000 words. So, you know, she said, deal. Okay. So I wrote, an article, interviewed a guy, wrote the article. It'll be in her September issue. And then she just hit me yesterday. I got two more people I want you to interview. You did such a good job on the first one. So, can I ask you a question? Sure. When it comes to all of this, is where do you find the time? Um, what I had to do, honestly, was go back to my why. I ask you. I ask people, other people, why you want to do this? Mm-hmm. I ask why. You know why? Why does Doc Hardy, you know? get up in the morning like, mm-hmm. what do i want to accomplish and my big thing is i like impacting people's lives right so that's why you know i spend a lot of time with guys like denzel other people like yourself just i i want to impact you know you selling something i'm gonna buy from you you mm-hmm. know i don't care if you buy from me or not i'm gonna buy it from you because i want to help you do whatever it is you're trying to do mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. i'm about that i don't right. i don't believe so I had to go and look at things I was doing that were not contributing to impacting lives. Mm-hmm. And I dropped those activities. Mm. So anything that it wasn't impacting lives or wasn't making me money, right? Mm-hmm. I got rid of those things. And so that's, you know, you, you have to prioritize your life. Mm-hmm. And it starts with what's important to me. And I had a lot of people, I get calls every day. Can you do this, can you do that? And if, and if it's not something that's going to help me impact a life, you know, it's not going to pay me. I'm the answer is no. Yeah, and I had to get better saying no. That's my current struggle. Yeah, that's my current struggle yeah. because with podcasts, our kickbacks, poets' <clears throat> realm, my own photography business, my you know my day job, right. everything else, it all gets a bit overwhelming, and it's just like doc does a lot it's like how does he find time i like is he going through the same struggles that i'm going through the thing is you gotta and it's real tough you gotta make the distinction between impacting lives it just sounds like what you guys want to do impacting Mm -hmm. lives Mm -hmm. and feeling good 
about doing things for other people. They're not the same thing. Right. They're not the same thing. So you can you say yes to all those all these people, and it, it sounds great and you feel good, but are you really achieving your primary goal? So I had mm. to I had to take a step back. I don't want to just be pleasing people, and I'm miserable mm-hmm. because right, I got a right. thousand things to do. Right. And then here's the, here's the funny part: when you promise people you're gonna do something, and especially if you're doing it for free, they're the worst people. Oh, absolutely! Pe- people that are not paying absolutely. are the are a pain. Because yeah. they're that. so entitled. Oh my mm-hmm. god, they're so are, entitled. The entitlement is off the chain. It's like now you you told me I'm like yo time out. Hmm, what did you? What? How much are you paying me? Yeah, I mean, first of all, I have clients that pay, so they get priority and. So I learned to, you know, people that really want my services will pay for them. Mm-hmm. And other people, you just, you're going to have to find somebody else or you have to wait. You know, it's up right. to you, but I cannot commit to what you're asking me to do. Mm-hmm. And, and I know you're mad at me. And I, you know, I saw you, the shady post you put on Facebook. And, <laughs> you know, he, he thinks he's above everybody. But no, I don't, I don't, it's not, it has nothing to do with that. It's just, I, I've decided what I'm going to do with my time. And I have to make that decision. You know, one of the things that a lot of people that get your services for free, because, you know, I can, you know, relate to this. They don't realize that, you know, in order to keep your bills paid and whatnot, you have to put the the free people on the back burner to keep the paying customers in rotation because... They're the the people the paying customers are the only reason that you can deal with the free customers. Right. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, you're going to have to wait because that person that just dropped a couple hundred for, you know, these pictures or what have you, they're my priority now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So this thing that we just did for free is gonna wait yep. until I'm done with them. Yep. And if somebody else comes up, then you're you're still right. you know, yeah. in the queue. And I do the other thing, you know, on the way here, Denzel was talking about, you know, his DNDs on Sundays. I ha- I had to learn that too. I have hours now, mm-hmm. right? So I mean, dude, dude, <laughs> my I, business I, hours. I'm, cl- I'm, I'm, I'm closed. My office hours. <laughs> right. I'm closed a certain time on the day, and I'm really closed on the weekends because on the weekends I'm doing the things I've already committed to contractually. So I. Right. I can't talk to you on the phone on the weekend. I'm right. serving customers. Mm-hmm. Right. Call me. I'll talk to you on Monday when we're open. Mm-hmm. We're not open on the weekend. Say that again. <laughs> we're not open on the weekend. Say that one more time. <laughs> we're not. Yeah, you talk to you Monday through Friday is when, when, we, we, when we conduct business, mm-hmm. that type Absolutely. of business. And on, on Saturdays and Sundays is when I'm either performing services or resting, one or the mm-hmm. other. You know. Yeah, that's so. why I had to tell one of my friends because, you know, where we work, you know, when we work, it's very demanding at work. Mm-hmm. I told her, I said, take your work email off your phone. What is wrong with yeah. you? Facts. Mm. You'll never find big. peace. You, It's not, it's no reason for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because we're people with high work ethic. So back when I worked with this other company, I had that. And I was off on that day. Right. I was like, hey, such and such just hit me. He's like, yo, enjoy your day. Like. Mm-hmm. Once I realized that, I said, "Oh, I right. would never put my work email on my phone." Yeah, I had to recently take my work the because we use Outlook. I took that shit off my personal phone because I was like, "Wait, we got a work phone." I just transfer. We, I love blue. I sign in. I got it on there. So now I'm like, I don't be. Mm-hmm. Only thing from work that I have work related on my phone because I also took Outlook off my phone um, is I have you know our little instant messenger thing and but even that is silenced on my days off yeah. mm-hmm. so if, even if people are trying to reach out to me i'm not going to get the notification 
until the next day I clock in. Or unless I just decide, all right, let me go ahead and check the work chat to see if anybody needed anything from me. Yeah, I'm good for being like, I'll check this shit when I clock in. Yeah. (laughs) When I I got the phone, the iPhones and stuff, I also got a private line. Mm -hmm. So the number everybody knows is now the business number, Mm -hmm. and I don't carry that number on the weekend. So you can call and leave a message. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and then, mm-hmm. and then as I as I feel like you need my private number, then I'll give then it. I'll, I'll give it to you. Yeah. But not everybody's getting that. Right. Like, people that need to have it already have it, and everybody mm-hmm. that will need it in the future, I'll give it. And the other number is is a general. It's on. It's been on the website for years. Mm-hmm. So you know that's my that's the that's the J S O I Productions number, mm-hmm. and I don't answer it on the weekend unless I'm expecting you to call me. Mm-hmm. So. I also understand you're getting involved in teaching in some aspect, right? Yeah. So um, I got promoted to as an instructor at my primary job, which mm-hmm. that was a revelation because I'm like, okay, I got Zoom opened my eyes up to a right. lot of things. So I got right. a call from an organization in Norwalk called YL Trap. They help at-risk teenage girls. And they said, hey, can you do a seminar, one hour for these girls about technology? You know, mm-hmm. women in technology, something like that. So I did it for them. Uh, it was a great session. Um, teenage girls, that's a tough audience. It is. And um, But they, they after it was over, they told the ladies, can he come back? And can he do something on music? And because a lot of them, when I went through, they all want to be singers or vocalists. Well, today's show is about technology. Today's class is about technology. But I got a lot to say. About, about yeah. those things you want to do if you want me to come back. Right. And they said, what I asked them was, I said, I'm not asking you to pay this, but I'm asking you this question. If I charged you my fee for that class, which was $150 for mm-hmm. one hour class, would you pay that fee? She, they said, absolutely we pay. Absolutely yeah. we pay. So that's where my, I have another company called the Lorenzo Group. That's right. what that has turned into is my vehicle for virtual training. Okay. You, know, okay, you want to, and I teach, you know, sales. I teach um, technology, radio, you know, tech, you know, whatever it is it's that I know, like well enough to teach mm-hmm. and impart, so that you can do, you know, good for yourself. I'll teach you that. Public okay. speaking, public speaking. I get, I get a lot of requests for public speaking. A lot of people are afraid; they don't know how to do it, and uh, we go through all the things you need to do to be a successful public speaker and i got people call me hey doc i did it they love my speech okay I said, hey you know you know and they said was i asked was it worth the money yes it was okay i just be honest because if right. i'm not doing what you want then i need to adjust then things. i need to fix it so don't yeah. don't just attaboy me if you're not happy with something <laughs> yeah. i did or didn't do you gotta tell me feedback. that you gotta tell me that you know right. so that's what it is it's honest feedback yeah. you can't yeah. grow without honest feedback yeah. Yeah, and you know that's that's the thing is like these days you know honest feedback if it's not negative then it's seen I'm sorry if it's not positive then it's seen as hating yeah or yeah. whatever the case may yeah. be or like you know when people get up and they you know go on and leave a review a bad review about right. like a restaurant so to speak because we were just talking about that right. before you know right. before we started recording right when you leave a bad review about a restaurant some people will just be like oh I'm not going there but it's like no if you leave the right review in that restaurant or that business actually cares, right. yeah. they're going to adjust right? because they realize 
their food really ain't that good. Right. Mm-hmm. So maybe they'll fire that chef and get another chef. Right. Or, you know, whatever adjustments it is that they have to make. It's not just about hating and trying to bring down somebody's business. It's feedback that this business right. needs in order to be successful. Mm-hmm. And people don't look at it that way. Everyone's got to realize not everyone that criticizes you hates you. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, there are people that hate you. Yeah. There are people that hate you. Um, but you know, that's why you you'll never see me posting on social media. I don't even use the word haters in any of my. I don't. Or I, I don't worry about people that don't like me. I don't worry about people who don't listen to my shows. I don't worry about people who don't buy my products. Because that's a choice. Mm-hmm. You know, one man's trash is another man's treasure, right? So, I, I worry about the, the the people that hey, Doc, great show, or Doc. You know, I wish you had played these songs mm-hmm. when you did that tribute to so and so. You missed this one. Oh man, you know you're right. Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. That's a great song. I missed yeah. that. That that I worry about those people that are interested in what you're doing. That, mm-hmm. Those are my customers. I try to please them. So when they offer a criticism, I take it. You take it as a constructive. You know, this mm-hmm. is, you know, you you did this mm-hmm. thing, and we were right. disappointed because you left this out. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I apologize. It's great. You know. It doesn't um, happen often with us, but you know when it does, I do appreciate it. Yeah. Right. yeah. But uh, sometimes I kind of wish it would happen more, though. It's just being honest. I mean, that means we're doing what we're supposed to be doing right. You know, I mean, I get a lot of critique from my cousin. One of my cousins, like he <laughs> loves the show, so uh-huh. he watch, he listens and watches. He tells me all the time and stuff, and I'm like, okay. And I do implement it. I don't say anything, but I do implement it. Right. You know, within the show. Um, but Doc, what I did want to talk to you about is because <clears throat> R and B wise, mm-hmm. musically, what are you listening to right now? All right, so you you said something earlier in the show that pretty much captures what I how I feel, and I I'm I'm changing my show a little bit this this year. I don't like a lot of new music. Mm-hmm. Um, part of it. So there's two things about music that I listen for. A, I love instrumentation. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm more leaning towards music that has instruments, even mm-hmm. in R and B. That's why that's why things like Silk Sonic were so refreshing where these guys mm-hmm. are, you know, there's instrumentation. However, however, I'm also because I've been working with vocalists a lot when I'm mm-hmm. for live shows, I'm I'm into lyrics now. I really, I really mm-hmm. pay more attention to lyrics mm-hmm. than I ever really have in my life. Mm. So that's why I, I was listening to like Snow Allegra this morning. I got, I got into her um, a couple years ago. I think, I think Latif is actually the one that got me into Snow Allegra, and a few other, a few other <laughs> of the what I call I've the been neo, doing neo, my job. neo neo soul type. And I, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, I forget. But anyway, I listened to her. Now I don't. The music mm-hmm. is not my favorite, right? But mm-hmm. her voice is incredible. Mm-hmm. Her lyrics are amazing. Mm-hmm. The people she featured on her albums are mm-hmm. fantastic. Right. So you look at it as a composite. It's like this is a really, really good. So what I'll do is I'll take a song from her and I'll play it after something from 1975, just mm-hmm. to show you. That there's still this progression. good music. Yeah. Right. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I like to show progression. You know, mm-hmm. it's all good music, mm-hmm. but it's done differently. It's done, it's more of the sonic, the sonic uh, aspects are different, but it's mm-hmm. great, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to give a little Easter egg out right now. Okay. Because this is how you know our vibe is crazy. 
We were supposed to talk about Snow Allegra, and I was going to bring it back to that, and you said Snow Allegra. <laughs> How crazy is that, yo? Yeah. I was literally about to say, what did you think of the album? I mean, her song, her, her, my favorite Snow Allegra song is I Want You Around. I love that song. Yes. I love that song. Yes. That's like, I mean, um, but I do, uh, one thing, I don't know if you mentioned, I do work for the Urban Influencer. Yep. Uh, I submit to them. Mm-hmm. And they hit me up all the time, like Doc. You didn't submit anything this week. I'm like, because it, it was all shit this week. So right. <laughs> I didn't. I said I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. You know, I just. I, I don't. I have a thing about charts. Mm-hmm. I, I have very. I don't like charts. That doesn't mean anything. To so, this. I'm only participating in this because the artists mm-hmm. that I played it, they want. Oh, Doc, you know. So I, I'll listen to your music, but sometimes I'll be like that little T-Pain clip that was going around where he went off, um, send me something new. Yeah, make I, something new. I, make something I, new. I felt that because I get this music. Artists will send me stuff and I'm listening to like, mm-hmm. it's the same shit. I mean, we're not, we're not. Yeah. We're in the microwave era. Come on, man. This is like you just cooked up and spun what this other person did. Jazz right. artists too. Jazz artists are two and two. The smooth jazz especially. It's like, the, you know, give me something non-homogenous. Give me something that's not the same as the other 29 songs on the chart, please. Or and that's if, why I like Bird Parker. Yes. Because his music was so unorthodox, mm-hmm. and he had so many different versions of one song. Yeah. Night in Tunisia is one of my favorite records yeah. ever. Yeah. Mm. And there's two versions he has, and I, I don't know which one to choose from. Donald Byrd is another one. I mean, yeah. I was put, I put some Donald Byrd on two weeks ago doing laundry and just all of his songs. I was like, I forgot about Donald Byrd. Like, how did I forget mm-hmm. about Donald Byrd? How did I forget about the uh, Lafayette Afro rock band? How did I forget mm. these people? I mean, they're and but there's guys even today, Kamasi Washington, yep. Chewbacca Hutchings, um, you know, Robert Glasper. These guys. So we get a mix. It you gotta be to me in my show now. I'm gonna be doing more of. I'll drop a Roy Ayers, and then I'll drop a Shabaka Hawks just to show you again mm-hmm. the progression. Mm-hmm. You know, these yeah. are these are all musicians. That's kind of my mentality right now. It's a little bit mm-hmm. of a shift from what I've been doing, and kind of the the gravy songs that everybody likes. I'm not gonna be playing those. Yeah, as much. Right. And I want to grow your ears. Right. And teach you something new. Some, something yeah. new. You know, yeah. Not the not the not the cover songs all the time. You know? Yeah, because the thing <laughs> is, what's what's lacking to to me, and you know, music today is just the substance. Like yeah. they don't talk about anything. Yeah. There are artists that still talk about things, but like Prince said, her dropped the album. We haven't heard anything about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard nothing about right, it. Right. Nobody has been talking right. about it. You know what I mean? So it's like music lacks substance. And when it's lacking that substance at that point, it's just, what are we really listening to now? Talking heads. That's what, I spend right. more time on Instagram than I ever have. And, to, and what I'm finding, like yesterday or Thursday, somebody put a clip of this. Uh, her name is, uh, I think it's Tao Wilkins. Um, she's an Australian vocalist, bassist, guitarist, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. She's 34 now. When she was 21, she played with Jeff Beck and Chick Corea, right? So, okay. Anyway, the bass solo was like, whoa. So I Googled her. I went on YouTube. I listened to her first album in 2007, Transformation, and she had a one to it. This woman is an amazing bassist. Mm. And she reminds me, in some respects, of like Michelle and Degio Shell. Just 
you know, where they can sing and play the bass, and it's like, whoa, like heavy. So I've been paying attention more to what people put on Instagram that I follow, their clips, Mm -hmm. and getting introduced to a lot of really good original music that way. I don't listen to the radio at all. Yeah. Um, And... Yeah, see, one of my favorites... um that I listen to all the time, like like you said, when you're cleaning or whatever, a lot of people don't talk about is Esperanza Spalding. Yes, that's another one. Yes, I listen to Esperanza yes. Spalding all the like I always jokingly say that's yes. my Beyonce. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When I want to listen to jazz, it starts with Esperanza Spalding and then whatever branches out because I'll like play like artist radio or whatever yeah. and whatever branches out from her. Mm-hmm. You know, so and she's funny because uh, what was that her album Twelve? Um... The oh, last one, the yeah. last one, not the one that came out just now, but the one twelve little something, twelve little something. Anyway, yeah. she won a she won a Grammy for that, right? Jazz Grammy, and she's like, "Thank you for the Jazz Grammy, but my album's not a jazz album." Mm-hmm. I mean, she was she was like very, yeah, <laughs> very mm-hmm. open about. She said, "I'm a musician. I just make music." And yeah, because yeah, every al- every <laughs> album's been a different genre. Yeah. Yeah, every album's been a, a different genre, and <laughs> like you said, she doesn't like to be put <laughs> yeah. in a box. Like when she is... has chamber music society, uh, which is jazz. Yeah, yeah. Then she has radio music society, which is more like R and B, whatever that is. Then she has twelve little, I think it's twelve little souls or something like that. And then she did another album, um, that was like a limited edition album where she locked everybody in the studio for 77 hours and in that 77 hours they they wrote composed arranged and everything the entire album within that 77 hours locked in the studio and then they only like released like 7777 copies of that album Mm. to everybody and that that album was amazing but it's like if you don't have it then you don't have it because it's not on any streaming uh thing and if you find it on ebay it's expensive yeah. Mm. So to answer your question, I, I'm I'm really I'm looking for new sounds. If you guys hear stuff, you know, yeah. you know, I'll, you know, I want to hear it because I it's not a lot. Pop music is not where it's at for me. It's not no. where it's at for me. So. <coughs> you know, pop musical, you know, be a mm-hmm. little good for like five, ten minutes, and then and even pop jazz though. You know, you know, there's a lot of jazz. It's just not. I'm not with. It. I'm not feeling it. And um, mm. but that's why. You familiar with Kamasi Washington? Yep. Christmas Mike. These guys, I mean, I put this thing on. He has this song. It's like 13 minutes long. Like, this dude. Kamasi is nice, is man. nasty. And even locally, I don't know if you uh, know Mtali Shaka Bandi. He's, mm-hmm. he's a brother up in uh, Massachusetts. He's mm-hmm. a vocalist and plays saxophone. I saw him perform in Hartford yeah. at Vibes. And this guy is like... Like, he has a record out. I play it whenever I do my Martin Luther King or Juneteenth special called Ode to Black Joy. It's a great, great jazz song. But yeah. he, he doesn't get radio play. You know, yeah. Fat Astronaut, those guys get nothing. Oh, no. I mean, these guys, guys get nothing. You know, yeah. yeah it's like, it's like that's, that's what. Fat I mean. Astronaut's yeah. amazing. Yeah. 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 So. Well, Doc, we definitely want to thank you for, you know, coming on the show. But we want you to let our listeners know where can they find you at, sir. Plug yourself. So uh, it's on Facebook. It's Doc Hardy on uh, Instagram, Twitter. uh, It's Doc Hardy Soul Jazz. And uh, if you catch me on Lincoln, Tony Doc Hardy. (laughs) Okay. Tony. Tony. Funny story about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the Tony. Yeah, yeah, he didn't know. My, yeah, Denzel didn't know what my name was. Oh, okay. And he also didn't know who. I my thought aunt. your name and was I, Doc. And, and I didn't know his aunt. I went to school with his aunt, mm. 
And so as I asked him, you know, oh, you, I see you, you know, on Tony's show. And he's like, who's Tony? Tony? <laughs> Tony? Yeah, I was like, who in the world is Tony? She goes, Doc. I was like, oh, she goes, next time you see him, call him Tony. So I go up to him, like, good, Tony. He goes, hold on. How you know that? I was like, he's like, I, I, thought, one, that, I yeah, thought that was common knowledge. Yeah, he was like, there's only one person that knows that would like know that. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know my aunt Rhoda. He goes, nah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. That's my well, I can aunt. tell. I can tell when you met me in life because if you I, if you call me Doc, I know you just met me in the last five years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you call me, you know, some most people know my name is Tony, but most. A lot of people don't. They just know me as Doc. Okay. If, so a lot of people call me Hardy. That's what I know. Okay. I know. Yeah. We, we go way back if it's Hardy, and then a couple guys still call me Yoke. 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 That's a new one. I haven't heard this yeah. one. Well, I had an, you know, I have an egg-shaped head, right? So they call me Yoke. <laughs> they call me Yoke. When I was in middle school, they called me the Yoke in middle yeah. school. And then I... And that, that name stuck. So even now, I'll be walking around. Hey, Yoke, what's up? Hey, you know. I, same thing with me. And, <laughs> same thing with me and Prince. Like, like Will, we probably started calling him Prince when we started doing the show. But mm-hmm. like, I didn't know him as Latif. I knew mm-hmm. him as Rashawn. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We know when people, how long people have known us yeah. for. Because right? when people call me Luck instead of Siren, I'm like, okay, so yeah. you know, right. the show. I knew cool. him as Latif. There was a. A conversation at the kickback last night. Two people, they was both talking about me, but they were using different names and didn't realize they were talking <laughs> about the same person. One person's talking about Rashawn, the other person's talking about Latif. Yeah. Then they called me over. They're like, Are you both Rashawn and Latif? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> when I went looking for him at his old job, I was walking up to his coworkers. I was like, Hey, is Latif here? He was like, Who the fuck is Latif? <laughs> He's like, you mean Rashawn? I was like, nah. And then I started, <laughs> like, I started to walk out, but then Latif walked. He came from the back. He was like, yo, it was good. I was like, I was like, this. He don't know. He don't. Nah, nah. I was I like, yo, Latif. I didn't I, know his name's too much later. I man. keep those yeah. things separate. These yeah. are separate yeah. parts of my life. I feel you. Yeah. Professionally, I'm Rashawn. Everybody else knows me as Latif. Yeah. I like to. I like to keep those parts of my life very separate. Same. Because yeah. luck. Is definitely a different from Siren. Mm -hmm. There's no question about that. And it's like, I like when people call me Luck because then when I introduce myself, I say Luck. And then when I say Cyrus, you said Cyrus? Siren? (laughs) Siren? No, Luck. I'm lucky. Yeah, that's me. There you go. On my dating apps, Lucky. Yes, that's me. And then I give my name if I end up talking. But, you know. But yeah, man, um, we may get y'all some last calls. We may not. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see if y'all get these last calls. But until then. This has been episode 63. Yeah. Rhythm and Bruise podcast. We out. Bruisey, baby. Hey. <laughs>